And now, here's your host, Alessandra Torresani. Happy World Bipolar Day. I don't know how I feel about this day, if I'm going to be completely honest with you. I'm excited and feel like, oh my God, should we have some cake to celebrate as an excuse? Um, There's another part of me that's like, wow, should we all get together and be kind of heavy and real and serious and cry through this because we found each other? And then, like I said, there's the other part of me that's actually quite frustrated by in quote, out of quote, World Bipolar Day. I live with bipolar disorder every single day of my life. So while it's great to bring awareness to it, and I think it's great to bring awareness to any cause on a certain day or a certain month, how we raise awareness for, you know, mental illness and in May and and so forth, that's great. But it's also just frustrating because it's like, maybe today is not a great day for me. And maybe today I don't want to bring awareness to it. And maybe today I just don't want to talk about it. Maybe today I'm just tired. I'm tired of having to live with this disorder every single day of my life and talk about it every single day of my life. And yes, I know I'm the one that chose to have the podcast that talks about mental illness and bipolar disorder. But sometimes you just want a day off. But, you know, like my disorder, you know, probably in an hour feel amazing and want to be sharing with the world how fantastic it is to live with bipolar one disorder and that you don't have to live, you know, in this secret, sad, depressing state that I used to live in, that it's okay and I'm thriving and I'm living my best life. I did something um, with NAMI, the National Alliance on Mental Illness, in which I'm an ambassador for, where they asked me to make a short little video to let other people know how you can thrive with bipolar disorder. And some of the examples were, you know, I'm able to have a job. I'm able to function and go on vacations. I'm able to have a family. And, you know, sometimes it takes an outsider to just remind you, yes, I am thriving. I remember the state and the place that I was in 15 years ago, and I was a horrible human being for myself. I was miserable. I was miserable with the people around me. Um, I was bringing everyone down, and it wasn't just because of depression. It was because when my highs were so high, it was so scary for those around me. They didn't know what to do. And it's very hard when you become, you know, I'll say functioning and thriving in your life and you meet new people in your life. They're like, wow, you're doing so awesome. And you almost want to say, hey, put a pause in that. Let's watch this like cute little VHS of me having a manic episode just to remind you like how proud I really am of myself for being in the state and the place that I'm in right now. And that's really hard. And the only comparison that I like to kind of, you know, share it with is I I have a lot of people in my life who live with sobriety, which is amazing. And it's kind of like, I can't imagine what you were like when you were a drunk or you were, you know, a drug addict back in the day. Like, I can't imagine what that personality and that person was like. It's like, yeah, I'm so happy that you never have to know what that person is like. 
you know, but that person still does exist inside and it's a struggle every single day of my life. So that's kind of how I want to talk about this episode of, you know, remember not just World Bipolar Day, not those who just live with bipolar disorder on World Bipolar Day, but those who live with mental illness, those who live with, you know, issues of sobriety and, and you know, alcoholism and drug addiction and, you know, just everyday stresses in life, you know, when you've gotten to a place where you're feeling great and you're doing well and you're thriving, celebrate the little wins. And, you know, for those who are in your life like that, celebrate the little wins for them, you know? So maybe that's what we'll take from this, celebrating the little wins in life. The fact that I can get up in the morning and make breakfast for another human being and two dogs and have my iced tea and feel good and not want to stay in bed, you know, for three weeks at a time, that is a huge little win for me because it is a struggle every single day of trying to get myself together to function. But with the help of the work, I've been able to do it. And I'm so, I'm, I'm going to say this, I am so proud of myself. And I am so proud of those around me who have gone through similar situations and are thriving themselves. So we are going to celebrate the little wins. Something that I've found actually really interesting is since I've gone through the pregnancy journey and since I've had my beautiful little ladybug who is sitting on my lap right now during this recording, I have had lots and lots and lots of new listeners to the podcast, people who maybe were familiar with me as an actress or maybe not familiar with me. Like, let's not boost my own ego right now like they were. <laughs> maybe they weren't, but they were interested in learning more about what the pregnancy journey was like for me um, and what the motherhood journey has been like for me and continues to be like for me since I have been off my medication for bipolar disorder and having to find other, you know, types of modalities to kind of keep my mind centered and, and keep everything going since I am, yes, currently still breastfeeding at nine months old and not planning on getting back on my medication until that is complete and reassessing situations. So uh, what I find cool about um, all you new listeners out there is you have gone back to listen to the episodes, but... A lot of people don't really know my whole journey. So I thought I would do a little Cliff Notes version of kind of my diagnosis for those um, who are new to the podcast. Just the Cliff Notes of, hi, I'm Alessandra Torasani and I live with bipolar one disorder. When I was um, very young, um, under the age of, I would say three years old, uh, temper tantrums were very common for me and not your normal temper tantrum. Um, I would just hit my head against the wall out of frustration and my mom would lose it. She didn't know what was going on. That was something that would happen to me a lot. When I was five years old, I started something called I Couldn't Cross Thresholds where I was so upset and so, I mean, this is what we did find out is that I was so frustrated and such a perfectionist that if I couldn't do the day better than I did it the day before, that it wasn't worth leaving the house or even trying. So it would take my parents literally 
hours for me to go from one side of the front door to the other side of the front door because I was so afraid of failure. And I was setting myself up for complete disaster if I left the house. I I remember, you know, I couldn't even go into my dance class and dance is truly my happy place where it's my therapy. It's where my mind kind of disappears and I get to be my true authentic self, this, this kind of creative, you know, I don't know, butterfly that's like, you know, not listening to the world and just in my own thoughts. And I couldn't um, even go from one side of the dance studio to the other side of the dance studio. This happened in my karate too. I was so afraid um, that I couldn't succeed, that I couldn't do better than the day before. I was five years old. And at that point, my mom knew that something was wrong and, and she had seen this, this struggle with me, but she couldn't figure out, you know, where exactly it was coming from. And she took me to, you know, psychiatrists. She took me to therapists. She took me to all sorts of people. And actually, what's so funny is my latest episode about hypnobirthing is so special to me because hypnosis is actually what saved me at five years old from the crossing of the thresholds. I went to hypnotherapy when I was five years old. And with that work and that type of healing, I was able to perform. And my my mom always recalls the story of when I finally was healed, per se, from this, this, this moment of... Um, frustration and perfectionism, which was a sign of bipolar disorder, um, you know, at that time was when I finally went on stage to perform and I was dancing and everyone in the dance, you know, competition who knew this, the struggle, all the dance moms gathered together and they were all just basket cases crying because I worked. I had overcome that fear, that fear of not going to be perfect, not going to be better than the day before that I was able to finally breathe again. Ha ha ha, joke was on her, it was going to come back. But at the time being, it was great and I was able to thrive. So I would celebrate that small win. When I was 15, I was, you know, an angsty teenager, so they thought, so they put me on antidepressants. And that is something that I just want to remind everyone of why I like to write things down. You know, I was very depressed, but what I did not write down and what I did not share with psychiatrists from the ages of 15 on was that it was not just the depression that was getting me. It was the high highs and the low lows. So that's why I recommend you write every single experience that you're going through, every single feeling every moment, um, the joys and the pain. So a psychiatrist can see and a therapist can see all of it. Um, And then they can assess the situation because a lot of people are misdiagnosed. And that's what happened to me. I was misdiagnosed when I was 15 years old and I was put on an antidepressant, which made my highs higher and my lows lower, which caused me to have suicidal ideations and suicidal um, actions Um, something that I was furthest, furthest, furthest from. And there was an incident 
which I don't want to fully get into because I'm trying to make this uh, somewhat of a positive um, experience for everyone. But there was an action um, in a car in which, uh, through frustration and anger and rage, I didn't know what else to do. I, I was living in a, in a sense of rage and just I didn't want to be here anymore. After years of seeing specialists and them still not figuring it out, the hormones kind of, you know, took a pause and I focused more of my energy into my work. And I got a wonderful TV show that changed my life called Caprica, the prequel to Battlestar Galactica, in which I was the first Cylon, which was so awesome. And I had a mini panic attack on set, which no one saw um, except for the hair and makeup gals. Um, and they were able to call the doctor and the doctor came to set and was very kind. And in where I thought I was having a stroke, uh, he informed me, no, ma'am, you're actually having a panic attack. And I wasn't familiar with what a panic attack was, even though I'm sure I had many of them. Um, and he put me on a beta blocker and said, I really think that you need to go, you know, to your doctor and see what's going on. I went to an acupuncturist who I'd been going to for a long time, who was really wonderful. And I was expressing my, you know, not only the, the, the psychological issues that I was having of the frustration and the rage and the highs and the lows and, you know, the depression and the outbursts of crying and this roller coaster of emotions. But I was also expressing that I was having terrible migraines, which I always had my whole life, but I mean, really bad migraines. I was having numbness on, you know, the side of my body. And he was so wonderful. He asked me in such a calm manner, has anyone ever told you you might be living with bipolar disorder? And I was like, what? He goes, oh yeah, so many of my clients have it. It's not a big deal. A lot of creatives have it. And, you know, I don't know, maybe ask your doctor. So I went to a new psychiatrist and I said, you know, here are my thoughts. I've been put on all these different antidepressants and nothing's working. Could I possibly be living with bipolar disorder? He said, of course. What do you mean, of course? Of course. Says that totally matches up. Checks all the boxes. And after that, my life changed for the better. I was stabilized. I was still able to feel all my feels. I was able to cry on cue. That didn't go away because I was put on medication and I was adjusted to make sure that I was still able to function like that, that I wasn't numb, that I wasn't just, you know, numb against the world, honestly. I felt everything still. And now don't get me wrong, I still have, you know, little manic episodes here and there, even on medication, but it's controlled. And I'm aware of when it's coming and I can feel it inside. And the way that I describe bipolar disorder, for me, that, that, that manic feeling that when it's coming, it's like a volcano sitting at the pit of your stomach. And it's just bubbling and bubbling and bubbling and bubbling. And all of a sudden, it just explodes. And there's no rhyme or reason when it explodes. Felt the signs. But it really just explodes. That's exactly what it feels like. And, you know, like I said, over the years, 
I have found different types of modalities to help me figure it out, if you will, and help. But it will never fully go away. And it is something that I have to live with for the rest of my life. But I'm at a place in my life where I can share and I can proudly say, I am thriving and living with bipolar disorder. I'm a mom who lives with bipolar disorder. Crazy. Like, how crazy is that? It just takes time. It doesn't happen overnight where everything is going to be perfect. It took me 30 years to even feel like, okay, I can do this and I can talk about it. And I find such comfort in talking about it with other moms now in my life. You know, hearing, you know, others living with bipolar disorder has been so wonderful. It's really helped me to know that I'm not alone. But hearing other moms talk about it when we're going through the everyday struggles, wow, does that feel like a warm, cozy blanket on a chilly afternoon sitting by the fire. Feels great. So please, if you're ready to share that you live with bipolar disorder and you're a mom, I'm here. I'm ready to hear your story. I want to thank you all so much. Whether you've been following me since the beginning or you've been following just recently, Every listen, every review, every heart that I get on a photo or a video, every comment, every message, I hear it, I read it, I see it, I love it. If you live with bipolar disorder or you know someone that lives with bipolar disorder, wish them a happy World Bipolar Day. We will raise awareness. We will continue to be loud, and I will continue to share my story because I know the importance of one person sharing their story, that it reminds you, you are not alone. Thank you for being emotional. Support.